0: Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Schulls. Today we have the beginning of a new story, and this is another one that I have not told before, and I think we're all going to enjoy quite a bit. And it will occasionally touch back on other tales that we've told, which is always fun. This is The White Cat, Part 1. Once upon a time there was a king who had three sons, who were all so clever and brave that he began to be afraid that they would want to reign over the kingdom before he was dead. Now the king, though he felt that he was growing old, did not at all wish to give up the government of his kingdom while he could still manage it very well, so he thought the best way to live in peace would be to divert the minds of his sons by promises which he could always get out of when the time came for keeping them so he sent for them all. After speaking kindly to them, he added, "'You will quite agree with me, my dear children, that my great age makes it impossible for me to look after my affairs of state as carefully as I once did. I begin to fear that this may affect the welfare of my subjects. Therefore, I wish that one of you should succeed to my crown. But in return for such a gift as this, it is only right that you should do something for me.' Now." As I think of retiring into the country, it seems to me that a pretty lively, faithful little dog would be very good company for me. So, without any regard for your ages, I promise that the one who brings me the most beautiful little dog shall succeed me at once. The three princes were greatly surprised by their father's sudden fancy for a little dog, but as it gave the two younger ones a chance, they would not otherwise have had to be king, and as the eldest was too polite to make any objection, they accepted the commission with pleasure. They bade farewell to the king, who gave them presents of silver and precious stones, and appointed to meet them at the same hour in the same place after a year had passed, to see the little dogs they had brought for him. Then they went together to a castle, which was about a league from the city, accompanied by all their particular friends, to whom they gave a grand banquet, and the three brothers promised to be friends always, to share whatever good fortune befell them, and not to be parted by any envy or jealousy, and so they set out, agreeing to meet at the same castle at the appointed time to present themselves before the king together. Each one took a different road, and the two eldest met with many adventures, but it is about the youngest that you are going to hear. He was young and gay and handsome, and knew everything that a prince ought to know, and as for his courage, there was simply no end to it. Hardly a day passed without his buying several dogs, big and little, greyhounds, mastiffs, spaniels, and lap dogs. As soon as he had brought a pretty one, he was sure to see a still prettier, and then he had to get rid of all the others and buy that one, as, being alone, he found it impossible to take thirty or forty thousand dogs about with him. He journeyed from day to day, not knowing where he was going, until, at last, just at nightfall, he reached a great gloomy forest. He did not know this way, and, to make matters worse, it began to thunder, and the rain poured down. He took the first path he could find, and after walking for a long time he fancied he saw a faint light, and began to hope that he was coming to some cottage where he might find shelter for the night. At length, guided by the light, he reached the door of the most splendid castle he could have ever imagined. This door was of gold, covered with carbuncles, and it was the pure red light which shone from them that had shown him the way through the forest. Their walls were of the finest porcelain in all the most delicate colours, and the prince saw that all the stories he had ever read were pictured upon them. But as he was quite terribly wet, and the rain still fell in torrents, he could not stay to look about any more, but came back to the golden door. There he saw a deer's foot hanging by a chain of diamonds, and he began to wonder. Who could live in this magnificent castle? And that is part one of The White Cat. And when we rejoin the tale, we'll find out who lives in the magnificent castle. This is Dan Schultz for The Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeart Radio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com. where We'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always, thank you so much for listening.